Well, hello, hello, hello. Yo. Hey there. How are you guys? Good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Happy Thursday. Happy, Happy Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Greg, you Last get a lot week. of you get a lot of snow over there on the West Coast. Yeah, you uh, shoveling? I, I can see a lot of snow uh, from from my place, but it's very far away. It's those mountains <laughs> you were speaking of. Yeah, no, but I can see it. I can see tons of snow. Yeah. It's very far away. Yeah. Um, how, about, how about you, Nick? I've I've shoveled more mm-hmm. in the past in the past thirty some hours than I think the previous three winters combined. <laughs> Nice. It has felt that way. It's it that, is not stopping. It's that, it's that thick snow too. You get oh, and it gets like, all wet as soon as it uh, hits. It's wet. It's heavy. It's heavy. So you get the you, lift you get the you get the clean shovel. Like it's clean when you when you shovel it up, which is lovely. beautiful. Those those first two or three strokes, just mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah, you're like, hey, beautiful. pavement. Hey there, pavement. <laughs> Missed yeah. you, buddy. But then, eight minutes later, the back mm. gives out. Yeah, yeah, it's something else. Yeah, Whew. the you things guys. you miss. A, from being on the on the west coast, Greg. East coast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. I, no, but I do miss the the beauty of a snowstorm, you know. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is beautiful. It is beautiful. I, I yeah. have to say, you know, like uh, everything's just just completely <laughs> socked in over here on the east coast and yeah. you know, obviously we're our, we're still in quarantine, so we don't have to go anywhere. So it, right. right. The the impetus to to shovel the driveway is really just for Amazon package delivery. Yeah, or like people that yeah, I know. Right. Mm. We, have, we have daily visitors. So it's right. been nice. It's been nice here. I don't know. It's been cool. Good. Good. I yeah, bet your it's, loves it's, it. it's it's always a change. Yeah. Ben's probably oh, loving it. Dude, Ben is killing it. We have two <laughs> He he's very structured. He's very structured. We have Three. We have four tracks. We have. I know, crazy, right? We have four (laughs) sled tracks that we go down in the backyard. Mm. Track one, track two, (laughs) track three. They're labeled. He has passes that he hands out. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't don't, please don't say that to him because he will definitely implement that structure. Great. (laughs) (laughs) No, but we've been having a great time. It's been a lot of fun. Excellent. That's nice to hear. That's that good. is growing up. Oh, hey, you know your ABCs, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I play on the Little playground. Little Nicky. Yeah. <laughs> and a boy pushed me on the playground. Oh, <laughs> what? Why did he push you? <laughs> Who pushed you? What's his name? Someday, uh, someday we're going to do a complete deep dive on the Adam Sandler references. Let's just have him on. Keep- yeah. Yeah. Why don't we just have him on? Adam yeah, he's not. Do- he's not doing anything. No. Absolutely. I'm definitely. Yeah. Definitely down. Although, did Greg. you guys see Uncut Gems? Real quick. No. Did you see that movie? Mm-mm. No. What's that? It's it's really good. It's uh it's probably still on Netflix. It's an Adam Sandler movie, but it's like a serious movie. And mm. uh, what? Punch Drug Love? What are we talking about? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's called Uncut Gems, mm. and uh, it's really it's. It's like a little stressful, but it's really good. And, oh, is uh, that the one where he's like doing like uh, like an arms slash precious gems dealer? Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay, exactly. Okay. I, yeah. I yeah. Saw yeah. The and for that. Kevin Garnett is in it. Okay. The basketball player. It's, <laughs> okay. it's it's pretty gnarly movie. Yeah, yeah, I liked it a lot. Nice. Anyway. Kevin Garnett. Still, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we've gone pretty far off the uh, the stated path before. We're just this catching episode. up. Yeah, we that's, that's right. Yeah. As we do. No, All right. Let's, let, let's get us back on track. I'm about to get us started if you guys are okay with that. <sighs> All right. Just yeah. for a change. Yeah, let's go ahead and do this. All right. Bye.
Yes, sir, lads and lasses, this is episode 79 of You Should Check It Out, coming at you on a beautiful Thursday morning or mm. Thursday evening or Monday evening or whichever time you choose to <laughs> The day of your choice. Whichever. Yes. It's fine. My name is Jay. I am Nick. And I'm Greg. And let me tell you, boys, we have an excellent episode for you tonight. We actually have some music news and some things to talk about it's great we're back to kind of like a normal episode it's kind of cool yeah we've been doing some interviews say, yeah. we've been doing some live streams the live been, stream yeah, that was fun we've been out on the red carpet song. like exposing ourselves to the world it's been yeah. great that was yeah, yeah that was i'm glad we got that taken care of that was yeah, yes <laughs> indeed exposing ourselves thing <laughs> nick's yeah. like nick's like i'm glad we got that behind us now we can move forward tell you, know, you what living tell you what living Legal in the Zoom. Podcast. Legal Zoom in a pinch. Woo! Thank you. That's right. <laughs> I hate to tell you, Nick, but uh, we're coming back at you with some more live episodes here very soon. I loved it. Yeah. Let's do it. It was a big hit. It was a big hit. We had a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, absolutely. It was very good. Yeah, it was definitely fun. And uh, thanks again to anyone who chimed in on that. Any and everyone. Um, My goodness, for hanging in there. That was awesome. That was really cool. Definitely. Well... Uh, what is I've the deal? Prattled, I've prattled on at length. So, Greg, I think you have the first go this evening. So, please, sir, what, what have you doing for us is glorious. Yes. tonight? Oh, no, I was just—I was just gonna listen to you guys talk. Oh, you want me? To, you want me to? Me? Just for a little change, just a little change of pace, Greg. Hmm. You got anything to share? It's not. Content. We can talk. Um, hmm. Well, why don't we start out by playing a clip? Ooh. A um, teaser. Yeah, a little teaser. So this is coming from a band called Idols, spelled I-D-L-E-S. Mm -hmm. um, I got hip to them recently. And uh, Jay, i probably give you a clip or two. Either one will do. Yes, sir. Uh, let's do the motto village. Go for it. All right. Yeah. I'm in 2004. Woo! Why is in that? The, in, in the best way possible. Just whenever there was a whole bunch of those bands that were doing that 
neo-punk revival thing. You mean like the hives and yeah, like that kind yeah, of thing? exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I have strange fondness for that era, even though I wasn't like the biggest fan of that music at the era at mm. the time. But mm-hmm. um, I'm catching up it takes you back. No, no <laughs> I, guess I'm, I guess I'm just catching up now. No, but it does. It takes like I like any kind of like real raw guitar like that. Any kind oh, yeah. of like real raw vocal like that 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 sounds good and like I I just it's it reminds me of the streets mm-hmm. to oh, steal yeah. from Nick a little bit because it kind of sounds like a punk version of the streets and it's oh, yeah. great. It's great, man. But I love it. I think that when I when before I played this for you guys, I think I might have said it's like it was like if the streets are was that Bird? Hey, Bird, Bird Clock. Clock. He loves the streets too. Yeah. Yeah. He's Who mu- cares, much better. Mike, shut up. Yeah, right, go ahead, guys, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 but uh, yeah, it's got that streets uh, British. That, that Mike Skinner, like, whatever that. What is that? What is that specific accent? Is well, that... it's like a really false Cockney accent. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. They're from Bristol. 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 <laughs> Bristol. <laughs> right, one, two, three. Bristol. Bristol. Ready? <laughs> one, two, three. Bristol. 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 Okay. All right. Bristol. Bristol. Um, there's a Bristol in. Uh, Tennessee, right? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's where they're from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's that, also that, a Bristol, uh, in, Bristol in Virginia, too. Is there? Yeah. Hmm. Classy. That's not confusing at all. Class. Oh, speaking of bird clock. What the hell is that? Okay. That was a car, car, alarm, was a car clock. alarm. Yeah. Car alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> Every hour, different car alarm. Dude, <laughs> LA's crazy, man. Last night I heard somebody doing like ridiculous like donuts in the street. Mm. <laughs> like, not like. It, it, it it was a safe distance, mm-hmm. but I was I heard someone like just craziness, and then finally I heard sirens, and then it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I digress. So this band Idols, yeah, they just put out this album. It's mm-hmm. called Ultra Mono, and that's what that song is from. It's called Model Village, and I got into this record, and I thought I'd play it for the boys. That means you, Nick and Jay, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought I would play it for my best friends first, oh, and then uh, I played it for you guys. Yeah, no, no, right. <laughs> so, what do they think? <laughs> Tell us what they think. They're so yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, but I did after listening to it decide, hey, what do other people think of this record? Because I'm just getting into this band. I'm excited about this band mm-hmm. you know because i also like that raw i mean you know me sometimes i get like nerdy with my music and i like the prog stuff but i'm also from you know i grew up in dc bad brains yeah. fugazi mm-hmm. yeah you know the, i love punk when yeah. it's done right the same yeah. way i love a horror movie when it's done right mm-hmm. i don't Fair like enough. horror movies generally Fair but enough. occasionally one comes along it's so good i gotta i gotta i check it out yeah i'm with you hence the name of the show all right anyway so i, I go online and look up reviews of this record uh-oh. And oh, I came across. There's, you, your you know, there's your problem. There's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a, it's I never I should never just go with your gut. You like it. You like it. I like it. I liked it until I read this review. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, until I had my eyes opened yeah, up. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So obviously so I think you can guys can guess which review I read. Womp womp. Well, it couldn't pitch have been. T- it couldn't have been the pitchfork review because it was the pitchfork sure, review. I'm sure that was just fair. nothing but glowing, right? Yeah, yeah. And fair. it wasn't a buzzkill at all. <laughs> Tone down. You know, but Greg, if, yeah. if 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 I didn't know any better, I I swear I feel a review. The review coming on. That's I smell it. 
Is it time? It's not. It's not <laughs> until you play the song. It's Did not. Did you hear what the Greg is cooking? It's called <laughs> Review the Review. <laughs> nice growly entrance to that lovely day. <laughs> this is Review the Review. Review the Review. <laughs> we should do a Tom Waits version. <laughs> The review has been drinking. Review the review. Yeah. 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 <laughs> review. I slammed the whiskey in the jar. <laughs> I had to listen to another vinyl, another <laughs> punk band I never cared about. Yeah. <laughs> the dwarf from the corner said he didn't care for it either, but uh, you know how he feels. The thrills and perils of flouting this social uncomfortable that's how i ultra mono centerpiece <laughs> model village yeah. review the review hey, hey all right we're back we're that back. song <laughs> yeah it's a good one it's a great one yeah good old one six uh two five that's so, what i was gonna uh, say yeah mm-hmm. so <laughs> you're saying that you disagreed with the pitchfork review is that what, what you're saying here, i didn't even say that he didn't he i'm just didn't saying say i read it okay and i just saying i read it well let's review it and with and the rest and then I shared it with you guys. Mm. <laughs> well, what I wanted to do is say, hey, here's a record, and then here's an accompanying review of that record. Mm. Maybe we can do a review the review about this record and its review. That's exactly what happened, yeah. So on review the review, here's what we do, folks. <laughs> we listen to a record, uh-huh. and then we read a review, and then... It's a, it's a multi-step process. We Man. give the review a score. Review the review. You feel me? Okay, because if you guys aren't familiar with how Pitchfork.com reviews albums, they give it a score out of 10. Mm -hmm. Now, imagine me (laughs) listening to this record, getting so pumped up. I'm there. Go ahead. Yeah, yep. Picture me. Mm -hmm. Mm. Okay. And I'm I'm like, I'm all jazzed up about this record. (laughs) I go to Pitchfork... And I'm like, they must have liked this too. Of I mean, come they on, did. it's it's it's, it's, like, it's it's jamming. It's what's it's not to like. Coming right out of the speed. What's I'm not gonna, to like? How could you not love this album? What's not to how like? How could you not love this album? <laughs> how could you? What's how could you not it? love this album? So, <laughs> so I go and out of ten, this review gave a score of five point five. Ooh, better five. than half. 5. Better Which, than half. Like but, okay. yeah. but out of their five-point system, that's pretty good, right? Well, no. It's a, t- it's a ten-point system. Ten-point system. So, yeah. It's really not that 55%, which, you know, when I think back to, to my school days, was a f- it would be failing. They yeah. used to fail I, kids. Know. Yeah. Yeah. To, yeah. <laughs> oh, back, remember those days? I was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like uh, it could be an idle lyric. They used to fail kids, but now they don't anymore. And now it's 5.5 no! on a pitchfork. I, I wouldn't be shocked. I, w- I would not be shocked if on their next album, there's a, the first track is called 5.5. <laughs> <laughs> I would love hey, that. Do it, idols. All so, right, so if, if, a, if a prestigious prestigious publication like Pitchfork comes out and gives an album as great as this, at 5.5, they must have some really good reasons behind it. Right? Well, Lightness? They, they say it stumbles over itself at nearly every turn, resulting mm. in a broad and unfocused attempt to speak to the moment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. One of the things they say is about that song, Model Village, the one we just listened to, 
The thrills and perils of flouting this social contract play out on Ultramono Centerpiece Model Village, where shouter songwriter Joe Talbot, I don't know how to say this guy's name, Talbot, Talbot. Talbot? Talbot, probably. Rails against a fictional village's latent fascism, provincialist racism, tabloid-fueled alarmism, and other moronic English values. So that that one, like, I flagged as well. Like, what what the hell does that sentence mean? And other moronic I, I don't know. English values. Well, like, I think I, what he's saying is, like, that certain English people have, he's, but it comes off as kind of like, these English values are, are moronic. And... Right. Or, it, okay. You know maybe saying? maybe we can just chalk this up to just a badly worded sentence. I think it's just a badly word, worded sentence. So that's going to bring the review score down for me a little bit. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. You should know how to write before you review an album. Like you I, should I, also I probably learn how to play music. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand what they were defining as moronic. Whether because it seemed like early in the sentence they were trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah. anyway, anyway. No, you're right. But it's then, not a well-constructed sentence. Next, it, it, yeah. Well, next sentence, he says, in the process, he characterizes his villages, villagers as half-pint thugs and nine-fingered boys, which inevitably feels a bit patronizing. But, you know, it's funny. It's like that, that first sentence seemed a little patronizing, didn't a it? A little bit. <laughs> didn't. Okay. All right. I'm well, glad you agree well, with me on yeah, that. Yeah, but again, this is Pitchfork, so but right. that's faked in, right? <laughs> patronizing yeah. fork. Yeah, comes with a patron, patronizing. Patron yeah. fork. Yeah. But I'll finish the I'll finish the paragraph so everybody gets a fair listen. Still, his willingness to slip into class stereotypes clarifies Idol's political position. Charitability as a conduit for proletarian anger, but primarily as a vent for the sort of leftists who can't decide whether to valorize the working class or furiously condemn it for the calamities of Brexit and Boris Johnson. I actually found this a very, very coherent thought. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I, I, I that was part giving of, a sarc- it was a sarcastic clap on my understood. part. Understood. You would agree uh, with nothing Pitchfork ever says. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Out of, out of, out of, yeah, I understand. But the, the, it actually I, raised, I, it actually raised the issue. It raised the issue for me, which is because I hadn't actually, aside from enjoying the, just the energy of it, hadn't dug into the lyrics, and that's really all right. this. All this review does is tear apart the lyrics. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. It's entirely which, based uh, on like it's it's. And, and it kind of got me thinking, like, well, okay, in punk music, is that, I don't know, is that fair? Well, I don't think it's fair in any kind of music, frankly. To, no. To go after the but lyrics? To go over the lyrics so specifically. Yeah, well, and also just, yeah, to, to dedicate so much of your criticism about that one aspect of, mm-hmm. you know. Like, there's, I mean, no, there's no mention of, like, how killer of a sounding album this is. Let's... Let, on that note, Jay, can we play that the other clip? Oh, sure. I, I want to remind, or at least turn people on to what exactly what you're talking about. That this album sounds really good. Sure. Check out the snare drum on this.
Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. That's that. There's a lot of energy for me. That that tears out of the speakers. Yeah, and I, anytime anything that does that, I'm immediately like, okay, you have my attention. You've got my respect. Now right. what? Yeah. At least you know, my attention. You know. And for it, it for musicians like us, I mean that that carries a lot of weight. You know, like the lyrics I know are easier to tear apart, but like it's just such a fresh. It's a, such a fresh sound to me for these days. And like, I haven't heard a record with this kind of energy for a while. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed it, so. Yeah, yeah, I've, mm-hmm. I've listened, I think I've listened to it three times now. Nice, yeah. well, that, l- yeah. let me say, l- let's jump to the end of the review because he actually mentions this song that specifically, he says, on The Lover, Talbot defends Idol's sloganeering. But instead of heeding the social media era's abundance of edifying slogans, such as, the system cannot reform itself, every billionaire is a policy failure, Ultramano charges into the discourse like a hobbyist at a rally. (laughs) It's not listening, just shouting. Not radical, but restless. Not bad, just unnecessary. Hmm. Yeah. And, you know, while I will say, I'll give some points for the fact that I'm glad that they're calling people out that are like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the sense that there is this group of people that do exist that are just volume. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't. Think, and in the previous sorry. point, the thing that the thing that I found was like was that he was both he was both making he was both saying like screw you idiots for voting this way like in one in one lyric and then in the other lyric was like you know uprising of the 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 workers so it, it was speaking out of both sides of his mouth in that regard again I, I i agree i think making the entire review about the lyrics is kind of silly the other thing though with it with this stuff is like the score is one thing and then like the writer writes their own thing so it always seems like it needs to justify yeah. the crazy score yeah um yeah and it's oftentimes not the case that just this guy just happened to get annoyed with the guy's lyrics i think yeah so um, the one and, thing yeah. the one thing i wanted to bring up uh, and and it's it's touching on a landmine here. It's touching on a political and social oh. landmine here. But okay. oh boy, it, it 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 struck me the first time I was listening to it. And to be clear, I was listening to this the first time playing FIFA, because mm-hmm. I realized oh, cool. the first time I ever heard Idols was playing FIFA. So mm-hmm. I feel like you know the best time to like sure. You know, it's like in their element. Yeah, right? you got to get in your Anglo space. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. playing Newcastle United going up against Chelsea. You know, right. I got to get my anger out. Yeah. I'm loving it, right? Right. <laughs> but then uh, on the song Grounds, there's this uh, chorus that starts talking about, so I raise my pink fist and say black is beautiful. And that, that immediately, it like jumped out, jumped out of the speakers like, okay, well, that's a, that's a pretty... That's a statement that you're trying to make statement, right now. Yeah. Right, you know, but there's nothing in that statement that I think is negative really it's it's saying as a white person i i'm saying black is beautiful there's nothing really wrong with that in my opinion but pitchfork in their review decided to take that chorus and make it a big you know they devoted two paragraphs to that whole thing so i'm just going to quote from the article here quote from idols you're saying my race and class ain't suitable he hollers on grounds so i raise my pink fist and say black is beautiful pitchfork says where to begin? <laughs> well, unlike civil rights matters, <laughs> which demand allyship, the, quote, black is beautiful, unquote, movement does not seek white validation. In fact, the white gaze is exactly what it resists. 
to weaponize this term, I guess they are talking about black is beautiful, to weaponize the term in this way is not a grave misstep, but it's the sort of clumsiness that makes idols' good intentions feel squeamish. And this is the this is the stuff that drives me up the effing wall with race relations in this country. Like, this guy's trying to say something positive about race, race relations, but he's not saying it in the right way mm-hmm. for you effing hipsters. Right. And so you decide to, like, demonize it in the same way that you would demonize, like, a person who was saying something negative about black people. And that, it's just so counterproductive. It drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nick's got a take. Yeah, I'm fine. I, no, I, I I understand. I first thing I did is I googled the guy just because it's a guy writing this, not a not a not a website. Um, just to that's see, true. See what his deal was. I, yeah, I don't I don't. Uh, I think if you if you engage in that in that space and and that includes if you show signs of support, I, I do feel like you need to be open to understanding whether or not the support you just voiced is correct. I think there that somebody who misses it can be just as can be just as bad as, as if somebody now now with the heart and the intent being the idea here what you're saying I'm, I'm with you like and and of course it's it's excessively snarky that definitely is a pitchfork and that that I feel like they do a clean they do a sweep of a review and more snark that's probably a common reply. this this to me takes it past the snark level though it's like yeah I know what you're saying and I don't mean to make this into like a whole big social thing but like it just it just frustrates me. Like this guy's trying to say some, something positive. He's clearly on the same but he's side. Not, he's not saying yeah. it the right way. Yeah. For these yeah. folks. I, I don't. That, I don't disagree. I just we're three white guys, and I'd rather have somebody that could tell me whatever, why that man, would be the case. Man, we can say nice things about black people. Of course like, we can. Why is but that I, so yeah, like, controversial? We because we can't assume to understand why getting it wrong matters. But who's saying? Why is it getting it wrong? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Fair enough. Okay, you don't know that, why. <laughs> I, I'm not sure what what got into this guy's crawl about the way that that was presented. I'd be but willing I just to don't listen. Understand where the I just don't understand where the criticism is coming from. Like, why uh, criticize that statement? Of all the things you could criticize in this album, like why single single that out? I think because the greater point because that he decided is, to make a f- he decided to make a a stand and like say something controversial. He's, this is the backlash he gets. Well, I think the point you know, of the whole review minor. is that they only half, they've only half thought through any point that they're making. Like, they're not making a coherent argument. They're just throwing around these phrases that seem like they're hot right now, and yeah. it's going to probably sell albums. So I could see getting just as annoyed by somebody that's just throwing those words out there because they think it's going to sell an album. So I, I can see it from both sides. I, I mean, n- and I'm not, and that, that honestly isn't a defense of this. My only, my only contribution to this was like, is it really? Is it fair to judge an entire punk album just on the lyrics? Doesn't seem like it. Doesn't seem yeah. like it. But that's the whole article. Um, yeah. Is just yeah. like, oh, these lyrics are. Ugh, I can't deal with it. Um, which, again, that's that's fine. Um, yeah. Make that some fractional portion of the album's review, and and mm-hmm. then talk about the music a little bit. Yeah, I, definitely, definitely. And I, I, again, I didn't mean to like no, divert this in, but it just like it 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 irritated me. And this this ir- this article in particular really like got in my skin because it's like pure pitchfork it's 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 criticizing this art this album because it's it isn't artsy or it's not 
political in the way that this particular pitchfork editor wanted it to be artsy or political. You know, you can't right. say that this album isn't artsy or political. It is. It's just not in the way that Pitchfork wanted it to be. Yeah. And that's what Pitchfork decided to criticize. And that just like, no, no, you guys are not the arbiters of like good culture and you're not the arbiters of political correctness. Hmm. <laughs> it's funny, man. I never intended to for for this to to come up, but it's obviously very relevant. Like I just I like the, the whole thing. The whole I, thing's I was, about I, that, yeah. I it was a fun album. I can't imagine that anyone would like have the take that the pitchfork guy took. You know, I yeah. just I like it just to f- enjoy the album and, and like the statements that he makes are makes are not that controversial, really. If you look mm-hmm. at them, <laughs> right? Whatever. I don't know. Well, Jay, does, do you have the same you have a guy loves of- Skylarking by XTC? If that's any, <laughs> all right. Hmm. Loved it. Absolutely loved Good. it. <laughs> Absolutely Good. classic. Um, Jay, all right. We've said it all. Yeah. I hope so. Let's get a score from you guys. Let's get a score from you guys. I want to get an average here. On the okay. review? On the review. I give, yeah. it, a, what do you I give? give it a, a two. A two? A two. Brutal. Nick. I, I, would, go, I would go six and a half. Six really? And a half. Two? It's below seven. What did you agree with with the review? I, I like, hadn't dug into the lyrics. With? I hadn't dug into the lyrics. I, I don't think it's that bad. I really don't. I think that I do think the the places they point out are are kind of. I mean, it's kind of cruel to go after somebody that's trying but maybe not getting it exactly right. It's it's kind of a you're kind of coming from a, a right. negative place when you do that. So sub seven for me is bad. I mean, okay. That's, <laughs> I guess we seven seven's your magic number. That's your neutral right there. So this to me was mm. like the epitome of a bad pitchfork review. So it gets a two. Get, I'm I'm sticking okay. with that too. Okay. And uh, Nick, what was six point five? Final I score. Six five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Six five. Mm-hmm. A, a little extra six. The little point five on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, it's under I'll seven. G- I'll give it a five. Because uh, because Jake, because you're hammering it so hard, I almost I almost feel bad. But you know, <laughs> I, I can't get Monroe ever do to you, Jake. <laughs> feeling bad I can't, for who? I think Jasmine Pitchford Rowe. is doing all right. Jasmine Rowe. Mm-hmm. Is that the reviewer? He's got a, he's got a family to feed. Right. His name's Jasmine? Jazz. His name is Jazz Monroe. I just say... Oh, Jazz Monroe. I thought you, I thought you said Jasmine. Find a profession where putting people down doesn't and just doesn't feed your family. <laughs> oh. That's, well... Sorry. That's tough. We have a final score. <laughs> Four. Yeah, and I yeah. can yeah. say that from a person who makes zero money from doing this podcast. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was actually going to make the joke, and I was like, well, we haven't gotten paid a penny, so. <laughs> this is true. Um, okay. We have a final score. What is it? 4.5. 4.5. Final average. So that's the review I'm of the review. I'm fine with that. Okay. Yeah, I think it's okay. Yeah. All right. So that's it, boys. I feel on, on the tail end, too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We got to come back up here in a second. Do we? Yeah. Review the review test. Maybe too. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't revealed revealed my segment yet. Just kidding. Marilyn Manson pulling the rug out. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's enough of that. <laughs> yeah. John Nebraska. What do you charge though? Yeah. 
Johnny Neb. John, no, John Nebraska. <laughs> it's Jay Nebraska. Jay oh. Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jay. Joe. What? Well, what, what think, YouTube I, video did you find this week for us? Well, I, I can. I, <laughs> before mm -hmm. we go down that that rabbit hole, mm -hmm. uh, I'd like to lower my blood pressure just a little bit. You okay? I'm doing fine. I just that the whole pitchfork thing just gets me worked up. No, that's why. That's uh, why I always bring it up. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'd like to, for my musical pick for this week, I'd like to talk about this guy right behind me. Hmm. Ooh. Yes. Who that? Uh, this guy's name is Ryo Fukai. Fukai. Ryo. Ryo Fukai. And who is this behind you? Ryo Fukai. Ryo. Ryo Fukai. It sounds like you're just cursing somebody. Ryo Fukai. Okay. I'm going to go with that. It's Ryo Fukai. Ryo Fukai. Yes. He is a Japanese. He was a Japanese jazz pianist. He mm -hmm. passed away in 20, 2007, I believe. Mm. He is a pretty interesting case. I, I came across him in a bunch of, frankly, YouTube videos that uh, there's a whole series of, of these brilliant jazz compilations that are out there that, are, that all go by different, like, very descriptive descriptions. It's like jazz, Japanese jazz for, warm, for driving on a warm summer night. <laughs> or Japanese <laughs> jazz for driving on a rainy, humid night. Like, and, they, and they're all perfect. They're all just Japanese, perfect. And they're just, Japanese yeah. jazz for a Thursday morning, Japanese <laughs> jazz for Monday evening. Uh -huh. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So uh, Tuesdays, kids are out of the house, wife's at home. So since, uh, you know, it's a new experience for me, work has been busy lately, so I've been mm. like just staring in front of my computer for a long time and and needing some contemplative music so i've been listening to a bunch of japanese jazz for driving on a warm summer's night and this guy's album scenery keeps coming up and nice. i loved it so much that i went and purchased a reissue of it nice it's so effing good the guy is such a great piano player uh played in a trio um eventually it, it, this this album was released in 1976 and he was a big hit in Japan, but never really went anywhere in America, but has had a, a big resurgence since the uh, YouTube and Spotify generations have come about. Yeah. Anyway, it's really good stuff. I wanted to play a uh, the opening track to this album, Scenery, which is called It Could Happen to You, which is a jazz standard. Uh, it's been covered by everybody, oh, yeah. but this is a, a beautiful take on it.
don't love the miking on that snare. It's tight. Mm. A little bit tight, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's good stuff. It's really good stuff. It's uh, it's it's all really high quality audiophile level stuff. And uh, just mm-hmm. it's just nice to hear like a really really tight trio. You know, mm-hmm. kind of going at stuff. Yeah, and, man. A piano player who can really really explore the explore the space. It's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You can hear a pin drop. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, in my spare time, as yeah. uh, as folks these days are wont to do, I I am guilty of going down several YouTube rabbit ho- rabbit holes, mm. and one of them is from this guy, barely sociable. Have you guys ever explored his YouTube channel? Only only so. this past weekend. So he does these videos where it's uh, you know it's like um, crazy unexplained mysteries that have happened around the world and he does a deep dive on them sometimes it's like internet related sometimes it's crypto related some it's different stuff but he also has a sub channel called uh slightly sociable okay which he does kind of uh things that would be more relevant to a general audience right and <laughs> things he just you realized dropped... he weren't going to be covered within the initial name of exact, the channel. Exactly. right 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 and he just dropped this one last week that was really 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 interesting it's called The Dark Side of Spotify. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, frankly, this guy has not done too much content on music or uh, streaming or anything like that. So I kind of just thought it was is it was clickbait for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I clicked on it, it's a really, really, really good deep dive into some of the things that uh, Spotify is responsible for. There's some of the things that mm. we've been talking about, frankly, for... yeah. Yeah, the past two years um, in not distributing revenue that well to artists and some of the things that they're kind of, eh, if you look at it in a certain way, they're kind of complicit in complicit in making this kind of fraud happen on their mm-hmm. platform. So yeah, do you guys mm-hmm. he really gets into it. Did you guys watch the whole thing. Out? Got, got yeah. a screen full of notes right here. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, man. So his, his kind of uh, theory on this is that He's basically saying that that Spotify people are using it to actively, actively siphon and defraud money from the platform, and yep. that Spotify is essentially seems to be either a actively complicit in it, or b at best turning a blind eye to a lot of this stuff. Willing participant mm. at best case scenario. Yeah. 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 And it's remarkable. He he throws out some stats, some stats at the beginning of this, you know, to kind of show. Mm-hmm. The rise of the streaming revenue, you know, and it's it's definitely by far the biggest, you know, revenue stream for, so to speak, uh, for for music these days. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it mentions that that um, it was just like the breakdown of how many artists get the the majority of the funds. Is that what you were gonna do first? Or <laughs> well, no, there was this huge graph about how how this how just how the platform has grown, the actual act of streaming. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's 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 irritating to see because the actual value of a of a Spotify stream has been going down. Well, it has time. because of these fraudsters, right? And that's yeah. the thing that that was the there were so many pieces in this video that were like, oh, that okay. Then I see and I can see why the problem exists because the idea is they determine what the value of a stream is at the end of each month by taking the total number of streams that occurred on the entire platform. Right, right. And then right. divvying up the funds, the the 70% that they distribute to artists, they divvy that up amongst 
the top holders of those stream counts, right, like amongst exactly. the pool of streams. Exactly. So, the, so I think it's it, I think it's actually each quarter. A quarter, okay. Each quarter, but they take the entire, like all the money that they made on Spotify, mm-hmm. right? And then they, they look at their stream, you know, numbers, and 30%, of course, off the top goes to Spotify. They keep and that. And then the, mm-hmm. the next 70% go is is distributed to the rest of the artists who stream on art on Spotify by proportion of their streaming total. So uh, if you, the example that he gave is if if you have 10% of all the streams in America, mm-hmm. then you get 10% of all the revenue of that 70% chunk mm-hmm. of the American stream revenue. Yep. Which is profound because it means that anybody who is fraudulently inflating their streaming numbers yep. is actually stealing from the rest of the artists mm-hmm. in that in that pool especially so the ones the, especially the ones in the lower especially all the ones that have like you know just have the thou- ha- thousands of streams which for them exactly, might be huge or less right. right right you know so so Ty dollar sign is essentially pulling from the same pool as sleepers mm-hmm. yeah. right mm. yeah and so that's why, to me, this makes this that that statement in its, in and of itself. If it if it really is that cut and dry, you know, Spotify takes thirty percent. The rest, the the next seventy percent is divided up between all of the artists. Mm-hmm. It really makes all of this stuff that much more important. Yeah, especially because and, and one thing they were throwing around was the that you know there's I mean it's it's it's. It's almost like a Bernie pitch, but like the top 1.4%, percent of artists, 43,000 artists generated 90% of the streams on the platform, the remaining 98.6%. I listen to Spotify 99% of the day. The top 1.4% of all artists get over 90% of the streams everybody, on the platform. Everybody was obsessed with my mittens. It's unfair. 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 Nope. Where's my bird? But, so but, it's crazy. Okay. but why would, why, is, then why would Spotify is, be complicit? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yep, yep. Pick one it up, at a time. Ahead. Jesus. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. It's, it's, it's all good. The other stat that I wanted to throw out there was that 98.6% of artists made an average in 2020 of $11 a month. Yeah. A month. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Reasonable. 98% Reasonable. of artists. Yeah. I, I mean, of course, we all know the streaming revenues are low, but you would think low. that there would be a larger percentage of people who are doing a little bit better than that. Mm-hmm. I'm not I, surprised, personally, really? but yeah, it's just, I mean, th- these numbers have been dismal for years. They're but especially, especially when you've got, I mean, the, the operations they show, which really shouldn't be a surprise, but these, these, these kids in these, in, you know, it looks, they look like they're in a dorm and their wall is covered with Android phones running yes. a program that just streams yes. tracks. That over. was surprising to me, by the way. Okay. Yeah. That was surprising. The numbers that Jay was just saying. The other wall he had was like a freaking Bitcoin mining operation. So it's, yeah. I didn't even show you that crap. So, but yeah, so it's, what it's what, insane. What, what the guys are talking about is that the guy kind of highlights a couple different like phone farming operations that have mm-hmm. become a big thing. Um, just people with walls of just randomly hacked iPhones or Android phones that are just set up just to record streams of whatever artist has paid them to do that, mm-hmm. you know, or their own music or whatever it is. Yep. But they're just artificially inflating these streams. And the reason, to go back to your question, Nick, is the reason why Spotify doesn't care about that 
Yep. Is because they get 30% off the top no matter what. Not so only that. So if the total number of streams goes up, Spotify just gets more money. Yeah, not only that. They but, don't give but a crap. They also get <laughs> ad revenue that they keep entirely. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. and the ad revenue for freemium for freemium users, right? Which is which is so there's the whole free model, and, and that to me actually is like if there was a way to plug this, to plug this hole to to create to lose the incentive, it would be that. Like yeah. Spotify only has an incentive to allow this to to remain complicit if they're getting ad dollars off of it. Like that's the only reason why they would be okay with with allowing fake streams, right? There's no it but doesn't do was, anything for them otherwise. If there like, was fake the streams, just if if there was fake streams still driving up the total number, it doesn't matter whether they're registered or paying user users or not. It, it, okay, but let's let's assume that they're not entirely evil. Okay, like that that there is like a desire to actually distribute the funds, keep their thirty percent. The reason why there's not a business case to stop this is because of ad revenue. It's because of ad revenue from free users. That's that's the only biz that you plug that hole and that now you've lost the business. Now now there's a business case because to clean this set, crap up. It's a set let's, income. Let's let's be yeah because now because now you're only getting the money from the paid subscribers okay. and distributing that accordingly. And now you're now you there's not a business case to allow that crap to continue. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's crazy. I mean, it, the guy throws out a stat that Rolling Stone said that uh, they estimate that fraud streams could be costing artists up to $300 million a year yeah. total, which is yep. insane to think about. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a, yeah, that's especially, a huge... Especially when you consider the <laughs> the difficulties of this last year for artists, mm. you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that, this is this is why, you know, we, we, we talked about this or hinted on it a little bit when, um, you know, now Rogers and Jimmy Page were like, hold up, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Because these guys were like worried, they, they didn't have to worry about what streaming. Like they, they probably didn't know what streaming was. These guys are like in their seventies. Right. No right. offense. Right. You know, but um, all of a sudden they're like, wait, okay, so you're telling me I can't tour for a year? All right. What else we got going on? We got the streaming stuff, right? Right. And they're like, right. well, that's the bad news. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> now all of a sudden they care. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, which I think honestly. Right, it would have been great if they. It would have been great if they cared from the hacked, beginning. You got five hacked Nile Rogers accounts, like putting yeah. out like uh, you know counterfeit Nile Rogers funk grooves. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just some dude like <laughs> Niles Rogers. Right. Yeah, yeah Niles Ro <laughs> Niles Roger. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the other thing that I found out, which I think we had. We didn't know, or I didn't know when we talked last. Is the whole thirty-second thing? That's what they count. Yeah. Screen. So yes, too. exactly. So the I, and I hadn't seen this directly from Spotify, like you said, but apparently Spotify definitely counts a stream, quote unquote, as thirty seconds of play. Yep. Which is effing ridiculous. I mean, give me a break. I mean, not even. I, I don't. I, thirty what would seconds. You, what like, would you? That, I mean, as so the artist, ripe, well, that is yeah, so well, ripe for bot bot farming. I mm. mean, that's like seems like. Tailor made for it, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know. True. I don't know. I, yeah, I makes, think it, it makes the math pretty easy. I think it has you know? to be proportional to the length of the song, right? Make it yep. half of the song, okay, to make it a, a countable stream. That's fair. I think I could see an artist saying like, I, "All of like everybody listens to the 
yeah, I don't know. I could, I could, I, I'm. <laughs> Make it a third of the song. I don't care. Make it yeah. do the, the chorus. You know, whatever. Run the numbers. See whatever, <laughs> what time the average chorus comes in. At that percentage right. of the song, make it to that. <laughs> you know, everybody can make it. We can come up with a solution for that, but 30 seconds is just so arbitrary and dumb. Mm-hmm. You're listening and to, like, the the caretaker. Yeah, <laughs> right. Listen to 30 seconds of it, it's like, ding. That's yeah, it's, it's a note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the other thing exactly. that really got me was the whole Justin Bieber versus Wolfpack thing. So, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but Justin Bieber apparently ran this whole social media promotion thing that's saying like hey bieber fanatics or whatever they're called these days you know stream my songs while you're sleeping keep it on mute doesn't matter just get the numbers up you know just right. did this in broad daylight just said mm-hmm. like it was part of like a promote promoted campaign mm-hmm. through the, mm-hmm. through the label saying basically run the numbers up Let's it'll make help me some money it'll, it'll help me justin right. bieber right, right. but then just right. then wolfpeck does the same a same type of stunt, you know, right. saying, "Hey, play our album." I can't remember what the name of it is, but the well, silent silence. album that they made. It was silence. It was silence, right? It was but a they did. Extra they the run nose. the same kind of <laughs> promotional campaign, saying, "Hey, you know, play our music during the night," and they get they're getting the slap down from Spotify, but Justin oh, B, man. you know, doesn't. Yeah, it just seems very I, hypocritical. That to me, to me I know, but, cahoots. but Wolfpack Sorry. was wanting the slapdown for the. Pr- that, I think they were wanting the, the press. Yeah, of, yeah, I mean, they put yeah. a silent album out. Like <laughs> Corey Wong could have done that in a, a, a day. Like he could have just strummed his guitar or something. <clears throat> Fair enough, but I, I don't know. It uh, it kind of exposes a lot of the underbelly of Spotify and in, in in a lot of the ways that I. I've been hearing artists criticize Spotify for these types of practices, but I haven't seen the numbers behind it. Yeah. And I hadn't seen a real in-depth analysis of it. So it was it was really neat. Go check out that video if you haven't seen it. It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I definitely was... Uh, it's it, it, it makes you a little distraught at the end when you realize, you know... I haven't had Spotify, by the way, in over five years. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, in, it's unavoidable. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to hate on them too hard because they, they put our stuff up for free. Yeah, it's well, a great yeah. service. I mean, I've paid for it for the past five or six years. I, I yeah. really, I like the service a lot. Um, yeah. I think I've been using the, Tidal. You yeah. Know. I, I just yeah. have Apple Music, which has worked well. Uh, and apparently that we they all pay have well. different ones. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was another amazing thing is they compared the numbers of what Spotify is paying per stream versus Apple Music. And Apple mm-hmm. Music apparently has been growing the yeah, percentage. Yeah, there's no freemium model. Yeah, yeah, that might be it. Yeah. I, it so, honestly, it, the cool thing for me was watching it, and the only thing is that I don't know where the guys got the facts, where the where his team right, got right, all right. the stuff from. So hopefully everything checks out. But, seems to add up, you know? When well, you... but the, the thing that it really, it really became, for me, it was like, oh, okay, this is... This is achievable if they want it to be. It's just they, right. they don't want to let go of the ad revenue. Um, right. And that's right. really what it comes down to. Um, you, you know, it's, it, it, hopefully there will be some kind of like GameStop revolution, it, but, it, but in the music way. This will have to be. <laughs> this know, will, no, like, I, some I European t- <laughs> court's going to shut them. It's going to like come down hard, too hard. And then, I, I mean, it's going to have to be the courts that get this taken care of because Spotify's not going to do it on their own. Um, oh, really of course. Not. I mean, they, they, there's yeah. no incentive for them to to fix this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? 
Well, I mean, you listen to the CEO and he like he genuinely does not sound like and again, of course, it's PR or whatever. But at the same time, like I'm not you can't assume the guy's evil. Like he got into it wanting to make a you can't I didn't assume service. I was convinced. <laughs> I was that? convinced that he's evil. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Whenever I assumed he, he was evil. I think that's a problem though. I think assuming assuming that it's a bad actor is I think leads us down a lot of bad paths. I No, but I'm 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 saying like when he when he started saying things like, Hey, you know what? Like, you know, putting out an album or whatever yeah. isn't gonna cut it, you know, I was like, Okay, you obviously you're disconnected mm-hmm. from what this whole thing is absolutely, about absolutely absolutely 100 you're right he's disconnected and it was a stupid insensitive comment that yeah i know i 100 agree <clears throat> um i just again I, allowing allowing me to believe that like if the financial if the business case was there he would do the right thing like i i i feel like i feel like that if i can give it that much then it then it's a matter of solving a math problem Versus, like, oh, the guy's evil, so he's never going to make this right unless the courts come in and intervene. But you um, don't have to be evil to not want to stop making more money. It's just, you know, it's just business. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying it boils down to a business case. Like, mm-hmm. if, if the business case can be made otherwise. Um, right. Whatever no, I don't that think looks he's, like, I don't know. But, but, but the problem is the model has, this is what it's led us to, is that there is no case there is no like, but it's scenario. their model. I mean, they choose to go by this model, and if they can find a way to supplement the ad revenue, um, I mean, Apple chose not to have a free version of Apple Music, um, mm-hmm. probably very specifically, that, so they right? could avoid all this crap. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. artists get and paid I- based on subscriptions they get, <clears throat> and they probably have a similar revenue breakdown of it, but they don't they don't take ad money. So they don't have to do it's, it's just crap. hard for me to. It's hard for me to imagine that the, it, all this guy does is make money off of other people's work. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying the service isn't great, but like, the whole point of the service is to connect people to the music. I mean, it's, which it's, he it's, has no idea what it is, like how it gets made. Sure, what just goes like, into it. Just like a radio station manager has no idea what what the artists are actually going through to put the music out. Um, they're just the broadcast. They're like the av- the medium in which people are hearing this, right? So if you're saying, but if you but you can't say Spotify is the same thing as a radio station, can you? You know, and that's that was well, hold it? on. Well, it? no, because they chalk it up as a sale. A stream is considered a sale. If you go back to that episode we talked about, and that's where the labels come in mm-hmm. because they receive money from sales. So you're still not putting the money in the artist's pocket because that's getting sent through the label. It's not. It's not recognized as a, a stream is not radio play in the business model. It's considered a sale. But you get paid more. I mean, than a radio play, right? You don't get paid. Well, right. It de- it depends on the deal. But some of the some of the labels. If you again, you have to go back to that episode that we where we talked about this already, but it was like 18%, I think, was going to the artists in mm-hmm. certain cases. Right. So, Yeah, anyway. labels have, labels have a, I mean, but labels were the same ones that negotiated the, the terms per platform. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, I mean, it probably was in the label's interest. And the funny thing is in this video, they kind of make like, they kind of make a side comment like, shouldn't labels be fixing this? Um, which, which I think is funny because n- no, of course yeah. not. They're not going to fix any of this. They don't care. Yeah. They're, they're in the exact same <laughs> position, which is how much money are we getting off of each of our artists? We get to keep eighty-two percent of it, and the we don't give a crap about anybody that's not getting us money. 
they're just trying to shoehorn themselves into this process. Yeah, they exactly. Find themselves, just like Greg was saying the other week, like they they have no purpose right now. So they're just they trying yeah. to finagle themselves into the contract yeah. somehow. Yeah. And that is evil. Yes. You know what I, I mean? I agree with that. Yeah. It, it like, certainly I could mean, use disrupt. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's 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 an unnecessary middleman. No. Yeah, and totally. I mean, I, whatever. We could we could go on and on. And I'm not trying to say that. <laughs> I'm not trying to call anybody evil, but like it, it's it cannot stay. It cannot last. And we see with this cannot we saw, stand. As, as we're seeing with Wall Street <laughs> right, like right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can only play that game for so long. Yeah. Yeah. You know, eventually there's a loophole and some smart ass motherfuckers are going to come along. What was pretty funny just, about that? Know, that whole what thing. What would be that? Oh, go. I'm sorry, Jay. Oh, no. I was just going to be a cynical, snarky comment here. So if you have something of value to say, please. I was, <laughs> well, I was going to no, say, I was like, say, there's a very real, this is a very easy conversation as far as like what, what it's not going to just go down. Jay's, Jay's paying for it. People pay for Spotify. That. They're not going of anywhere. They do. The the only way that they might change, go somewhere, they could go somewhere. Artists could pull themselves, but that yeah, would require label intervention. Have. Labels aren't going to do that right now. The users would have to abandon it, right? Which would take some sort of, which is kind of what you're saying, like would be that kind of a social well, movement uprising. All, all you have to like, do is screw Spotify. It, right? well, I, th- there's no there's no need for the labels, and there's not really a need for Spotify, really, if you can find a, a way to. You know, I mean, any artist could be accessed. On, you know, their catalog could be accessed. There's value in having all the artists in one spot. Oh my god, spot. yeah. <laughs> well, and I discoverability like, and like, like correlation. I, I and... hear what you're saying, Greg, but there's definitely yeah. a value in distribution being consolidated in one service. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that there isn't, but that's where you have all these other different, you know, different streaming services that are mm-hmm. coming in, and everyone's trying to compete and find the best model. It's not done I, I i'm not going to just accept the fact that like oh well you know that's it no you know? not at like, all. i'm actually no, I'm out here you've got uh, you, there are you options know? like just you can what you're talking about the wall street thing with with gamestop like there could be some yeah. sort of reddit sub channel that starts a movement that gets everybody like dropping their, their spotify subscription and maybe that gets the attention of 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 whomever needs to get get attention in that regard but i mean really it comes down to it comes down to the business case like somebody's mm-hmm. got to make a, an alternative business case that says, no, you can actually make more money by not letting people on here for free and, and having ads and if, if you re- do the following. Fair enough. And if you'll re- rewind things back to like 2008 or 2009, Spotify was that mm-hmm. for a while. They're they, trying were, to be, yeah. they were trying to be the market disruptor. You know, right. They were the ones that right. were trying to like, hey, Pandora sucks. You know, you get mm-hmm. a very limited playlist. We're gonna like give you the option of paying a very nominal amount, just like Netflix, or you can go with it with the free thing. I honestly thought that they would drop the free thing earlier than they have, mm-hmm. but it, that's proved to be kind of untenable for whatever I think, reason. I think it's that ad money. Yep. Mm. Yep. Anywho. All right. That uh, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> I think we fixed it. Yeah, we fixed it. <laughs> No, the only thing I was going to say about the whole Wall Street bets thing and GameStop was it was funny because we were uh, it was my little brother's birthday uh, this oh, past yeah. Sunday Saturday, and uh, Sunday yeah. Sunday and uh, we were on a Zoom call with him and his wife who uh, works for Bank of America and uh, you know she's active in financial markets and stuff like that and uh, so you know my mom gets very excited and about hearing stories about markets being disrupted and stuff like Mm -hmm. that so she was like lisa lisa what do you think about this like don't you think that the you know this is really going to change the way that hedge fund traders like work 
in the future. And Lisa's like, no, it's not. No, this is interesting <laughs> for one weekend. They're going to go back to yeah. what, doing what they're doing or find a way around what they're doing. Much like all of the news, <laughs> I've already forgotten what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I don't mean to be cynical like that because I no, have but, and, enjoyed watching and we the will whole see. GameStop thing. And, and, we, and we will see because it, it is, I, I still think that, well, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh-oh. All right. That's a premonition right there. <laughs> I, I mean, people, time people, people have gotten, here. you know, they might not. I mean, people have taken serious hits, you know, already. Oh, for sure. No doubt. You no know, doubt. and I think it's going to I don't think I don't think this is the end of it. No. Personally, I don't think this, I think we're going to be talking about this for maybe a little bit more than a weekend. I tend to agree you know? with you on that. Yeah, one. I yeah. think I think hedge funds are going to start following those Reddit sub channels is really what's going to happen. <laughs> well, that's fine. But, you know, it, but it is that already. <laughs> changes yeah. quite a and bit. You can, you can follow all these financial toings and froings on the uh, you know the you should check it out uh, stock economics market. edition. Yeah, Blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's what is it? C. You should check it out. Uh huh. Instead of CNBC, it's mm-hmm. C. Yeah, right, right. C. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll let we'll let Greg name it. It's okay. All right, all right. Enough of this. Enough of this. Nick. What do you got what? for us, buddy? I'll, I'll play a song. <laughs> Can I play do a song? It. Yes, I'll, please. I want to hear a new Weezer song. Ooh, new, new Weezer. Weezer. All right. Can I hear a new Weezer song? I love Weezer. I want to hear all Weezer. my favorite songs. I want to hear some... Uh, Can I hear all my favorite songs? <laughs> yes, please. All right, here we go. All my favorite songs are slow and sad. All my favorite people make me mad. I don't know what's wrong with me I will say that that song has been stuck in my head for the last three days. Really? Yeah. In a good way? Oh, okay. yeah, absolutely. No, I love that song. Okay, that's good. That's great. I, oh, man. I was not, I wasn't, I didn't love this album. <laughs> Uh-oh. I well, did. wait a minute. I didn't. I didn't, so we, and, but, you know, so I, but I listened to it, and I was like, oh, well, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I have no self-confidence. So let's let's think what about this. What do you this. expect from a Weezer album these well, days, Nick? Well, I do what I do in most circumstances. I go to Pitchfork and see what I really feel. <laughs> Wait, uh, no, hold on. We already did this. We already, no, no, no. No, no, no. That's Wait, enough. Well, Greg, I th- what? I, I, you did, I, I, but... I think this week is ripe, and let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do a double barrel review the review. Review the review times two? Yeah, baby! 
Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. Why not? <laughs> all right, all right. We already heard the damn theme <laughs> song. Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's enough. Oh, good. Yeah, we're going to so, do another one of these. Yes. So, wait, Pitchfork reviewed this one, too? They did. These guys, They're busy these guys there. Are, they are busy. They, they must know. listen to a lot of music. Yeah. And they, they, they must have some... Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they must. We have one, 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 one Spotify account. One account for the entire, <laughs> the entire staff. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, just called Pitchfork. Oh, yeah. man. So, yeah. So, Pitchfork also reviewed this album. And... Uh, Hey guys, they are handing out some fives this week. <laughs> oh boy, Ooh. they are unrelenting. <laughs> five eight. Wow, five, five eight. eight. This is Weezer's Ooh. new album, OK Human. Uh, this was written by Ian Cohen. Um, gentlemen, how did you? <laughs> yeah, slow clapping it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, what? Jay, do you have any thoughts? <laughs> hmm. Sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I was afraid I was stepping into I want to control your segment. So, uh, okay, Nick, man. if you it's had okay. any other directions you would you want to take this I, in, I've got I've oh, got man bird clock, bird clock. What do you think? Bird clocks. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, Go ahead, I think I think after listening to this album, yeah, this album felt like a missed opportunity to me. Okay. Because yep. I I really liked the music and the melodies on this album. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought it was so clever in parts. The music, just the like the really brilliant way he's able to, to sing these little stupid little pop songs and, and weave them together. Like, I don't care if it's 5,000 electric guitars or a chamber orchestra supporting it. Like, they're really clever melodies. But the lyrics were so bad yeah. on this album. They were so bad. But yeah, I, but I guess to be more specific, it's because they were so about Reverse Cuomo's experience. Yep. It, that actually, didn't... yeah, I, I I found that that actually was the one. I actually thought this review was was pretty good, yeah. um, because it actually hit on that, and it was like, oh wow, so well put that like Weezer just is this thing, and this is a Weezer album. Yes. And Weezer is entirely Rivers Cuomo. And this particular album, he decided to have an orchestra perform all of the music. It's the right. same music that would have <laughs> right. been on the chunky, the chunk, chunk, chunk guitars. He just had pizzicato <laughs> violins tooting right. at it. So, right. yeah, it was, yeah, it was just, what, what, what? I, ugh, no, yeah. no. Yeah. Like I said, well, missed, it felt like a missed opportunity for me. Well, here's the thing that they did actually... They were actually helpful in this re- in this one review because mm-hmm. I listened to the whole thing, and after I was done, I was like, "Where were the fuzz guitars? <laughs> Where's the you know? <laughs> Where are, like like I just kept waiting, like maybe this one, maybe this song, maybe this song, and not a single song. No. And I was that was disappointing. But then I okay, so it turns out that there was they had an album called Van Weezer. Mm-hmm. That was going to be like this tribute to Van Halen. It's supposed to bring back big guitars, and they were going to go on tour with Green Day and Fallout Boy, which was strange. And it was yeah. called the Hella Mega Tour, and that was a 2020 thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's been delayed for mm-hmm. now a year so far. Now, 
the, you know, that album has been shelved, it sounds like, as well. Yes. So, well, yeah, I, I don't know. They were, I thought they were planning on releasing this, this spring, but it seems like it is tied to that tour. Yeah. So whenever that yes. tour is going to happen, they're right. just going to delay it until then. Yeah. So that's what I'm getting Scheduled at. Scheduled for though, May at there, this point. There yep. was this like guitar uh, album ready to go. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And it just, uh, yeah. It's interesting, man. I also thought this review, you know, referencing. Um, that, did he say, did he say Gans Bull uh, like in the lyrics somewhere? He did, yeah. He, in one of the songs. He, he, um, I he brings up Serge Gans Bull. That's okay. I think, it's, can, great, I think it's great to wrath, actually. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and Francoise Hardy, these are like huge French artists. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and he brings up pet sounds. I, he wanted to try the the, the thing, and it's it, it's funny. Yeah, the, the the review says it. I mean, I, I don't know if I can find the best quote that so, sort of sums it up, but you know, it's all Weezer in the end. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's still Rivers Cuomo. The lyrics, you know, are I didn't see them as like better or worse than any other. Weezer album, okay. personally. <laughs> okay. But I, really? I'm not the oh, really? lyri- okay. I'm not the lyrics guy here. Clearly, from the first review. <laughs> um, anyway, it's it, it's you know it's an orchestral COVID album. <laughs> I guess is what they said. <laughs> I had so, a uh, I had a favorite line from the uh, the review. It was, mind you, OK Human is not the quote unquote Weezer that still exists as a reference point for any new alt rock <laughs> act. Toying uh-huh. with fuzz pedals and self-deprecation. Right. 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 <laughs> okay, that's, that's a, actually pretty funny. That's a good line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This ultimately, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't like the record that much, but I like this review. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, just, I don't. I can't imagine I would ever want to listen to this again. I right. I hate to say it. You know. Right. I would like to hear these songs with fuzz guitars. Yeah. Like get the band to play it. Because exactly. there's probably decent songs. They're just well, dumber they, there's another line in this that uh, there's just as much material here that uses strings and horns to replicate their stock power, yeah. or the, excuse to replicate their stock power chords and vocal doubling guitar solos. And that was something that when I read that, I was like, oh yes, absolutely. When I was listening to it, I was like, this just sounds like Weezer, but they just substituted yes. the string string arrangements for the yeah. guitar arrangements yeah like they and, really and, weren't doing anything too adventurous with the string arrangements right or like composing for an orchestra no it right. didn't, it, it was yeah. just here play some m- a new weezer song it, it, yeah right. yeah <laughs> you guys can, like, other... jam on like g for a while right or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, i don't know it really <laughs> does have play have an orchestra playing power chords he really yeah. does <laughs> yep yep and he talks but, about being on zoom and he talks about stuff yeah stu- yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, it was. There was something. Yeah, there was something that alluded to this as like, like this guy's a machine, <laughs> right. and he and he just. This was. Uh, it was an equally productive album as all uh, or day as all the rest of them. It's just not his best. Just not his best. Same <laughs> as always, did, though. <laughs> Jay, I just had. I just remembered. I was gonna ask you to pull this up. It's, it's not too, too late. late now. Never too late. It's not. It's never too late. Never too late. Not with Spotify at your fingertips. That's right. Well, this isn't. This isn't Spotify. <laughs> uh, not everything's on Spotify. Uh, this was actually a, an SNL skit. Um, it was an SNL skit about Weezer, where these people at a party like got into an argument <laughs> oh, about yeah. Weezer. Did you ever see that one? Yeah. It's very much like they're talking about Weezer the way that people talk about. Mm, I don't know, maybe like Van Halen or something. I know Van Halen just came up, but 
It was like, no, like, it be, uh, yeah, oh, Jace found something. So good. Um, hey, can I get anyone a drink? Uh, well, real quick, hey, just so you know, I just gotta say thank you so much for inviting us. I know we just moved into the neighborhood, but it's nice to have company around the holidays. Yes, you all have been so welcoming. Oh, don't mention it. That's what neighbors are for. Yeah, you're welcome over here anytime. Thank you so much. Hey, cheers to our new neighbors. All right, cheers. Cheers. Oh, now we're talking. Who put this on? Well, this song sounds familiar. What is it again? Uh, I don't know. It's just on shuffle. I'm sorry. Wait, you haven't heard this yet? This is Weezer's cover of Africa. It's good, right? Weezer? I didn't even know they were still a band. <laughs> yeah, where the hell you been, Rick? I mean, they just <laughs> set a release date for the freaking Black Album. I mean, they're playing New Year's Rock and Eve. Come on, it's Weezer. Oh, okay. <laughs> that Damon. So you're a Weezer fan? Baby, please, it's Christmas. Sounds like you're into the new stuff. Damn straight. I mean, I think they're doing some cool things right now. <laughs> Baby, be cool. Team. Just kidding. Baby, be know cool. The neighbors. I'm just a little confused because real Weezer fans know that they haven't had a good album since Pinkerton in '96. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh oh, looks like we have a purist in the house. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. all right. <laughs> oh, that's oh, serious, I guess. That was our yeah. college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it, but it gets pretty heated. Mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> That's a Pinkerton yeah, fight, yeah. <laughs> but Have yeah, you guys actually um, listened to the Black Album? No. If not yet. My God, what a piece of garbage that is. is wow. It? I mean, Damn, Jay. You, you're, like, you're being worse than Pitchfork right hey, now. Hey, if you haven't heard it, don't judge. I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> Were you talking about the one with Andrew Sandman at the time? Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's the same one. That yeah. Black Album. Okay. <laughs> Now that oh, I man. would listen to, actually. Oh, it's classic. Are you kidding? Yeah. Um, well, what are we, so what are we going to do? Are we going to... Nick, it, this is... this is I, I don't know. Yeah, well, I need, we, I have, need we, some have reviews. Have we said it all? Is it time for a score? Do we I, review yeah, this I review? I think so. I mean, uh, yeah. If, honestly, yeah. I, I'm I, ready. I'm, Jay, what, what's your score on this? For the review? Uh-huh. I'll give it an eight. What? Oh. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> A special moment. Oh my oh. god! Oh. Well, enjoy, I'll tell you enjoy, what. enjoy this. Yeah, I enjoy am. this. I'll give it a six. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Why? What, what's wrong? But, well, no, 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 nothing's wrong. But I, I, it's, it, it, my review score. I'll give you. I'll give you. It, it actually, it boils down to what their score was, and if I think it's a good review, I give it just a little bit above their score. <laughs> He's got his own methodology. Yeah, yeah, I got his own methodology. It's a six. So eight so plus think six. About it too hard. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll go nine. I'll go nine. nine. Yeah. There you go. Oh my god. Uh, this is bull. It helped. It helped me understand why I didn't like this up. <laughs> no. Yeah. I. I don't know. What am I gonna do? Eight, nine, sure. Somewhere in there. All right. Average it out. You got a seven and some change. Exactly. Seven two thirds. Yeah. So seven point six. Seven point. Let's run down. Seven point six. <laughs> okay. 7.6. But on an average for the episode, that means that Pitchfork got a... Mm. That would be a... The first one was a 4.5, right? 6 mm -hmm. five, five, eight. That sounds like a go. failing grade to me. Nick. Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they definitely still in this crowd. In this crowd, Pitchfork's never well, going to win it's, any awards. It's a 6.05. 6. 6. 6. The system works. Oh, so, so yeah. they got a D minus. A D minus. There you go. Hey, D minus job, works for me. All right. Proud of you. Okay. 
the system works. Think, but nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. All right. There you go, pitchfork. So well, cool. <laughs> Sorry. Just I think there's nothing else we can say after that. That's beautiful. Beautifully put. Bloody pitchfork. Brings a tear in my eye. <laughs> well, you just gave him an eight, so I'm fine. It's okay. All right. Anyway, wait. That's true. Yes. All right, gentlemen. Well, thank you so much for your time and your support and your your uh, hatred of pitchfork together. You know, I think we did it. Mm-hmm. We overcame. I love it. Well, I love him. Down with Spotify. Down with Pitchfork. Down with Wall Street. I'm not paying Spotify. <laughs> Don't yell at me, buddy. <laughs> I, I'm not, I ain't yelling at you, buddy. All right. You know the titles, yeah. that whole... I mean, that's a whole conglomerate in and of itself. Don't even get me started on titles. It, it, it's black-owned, though. It's a black-owned business. Jay-Z. Does that make any difference? I mean, doesn't... Does it? that make any... Are you saying that white <laughs> people are inherently corrupt, Greg? Is that what no. you're saying? Uh, all right, guys. Uh, all right. Did I say this right? you have something against Swedes? All right. <laughs> 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 kind of. <laughs> all right. I mean, well, anyway, before little. we get into any more trouble, Greg, tell the tell the beautiful people out there how they can get in touch with You Should Check It Out. Yeah. All right. Well, you should check it out.com. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at shouldcheck is our handle. And uh, send us an email at podcast at gmail.com. Come. Beautiful. Yeah. Find us and on I, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Please, you know, if you need any assistance setting up one of those bot farms, you know, to, yeah. to stream our episodes. Uh, they don't pay for episodes. <laughs> they don't pay us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do they? They don't pay. Yeah, no, they don't pay anything. I haven't uh, gotten I've been a red I, cent from Spotify. Yeah. But. Hmm. No, well, here's the interesting thing about Spot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Another time, but they're getting into the content side of things, which is they're interesting. They're trying, so. yes, definitely. Yeah. See where good, that goes. Good, good. We'll see. Them. We'll see where that goes. All right, indeed. All right, all right. Well, we got a couple great episodes coming up in a few weeks. Uh, I think a standard episode next week, and then uh, we're going to go back live on Facebook probably in two weeks, something like that. Something like that. Just yeah. a teaser. Just a teaser. Yeah, you know, we're we're trying things about. out. We're trying yeah. things out. Yeah, stick, uh, stay tuned to our Facebook feed. We're going to try to make announcements on there before uh, before we do any of that stuff. We would love to see you all on our live stream, and we'll love to see you here back next week. What do you say, gentlemen? Sounds Let's good. Let's do it. Peace. All Peace. right.